Hello, this is Valerie Hurst, and welcome to this week's episode of Lipstick and Laptops Radio Show. You know, I have to share with you, last night I went to see the movie The Shack, and I'm just overwhelmed, and um, in a really good way, and today I'm, I'm honestly still just overwhelmed at the the goodness and love of God. And if you haven't had a chance to go see The Shack, I highly recommend it. And I just, you know, wanted to share uh, my own personal revelation of um, this experience that I'm, I'm still in the middle of this morning. And uh, so it's just really raw and fresh, and you know, I just want to be vulnerable and in hopes that it will help you in some way in your marriage when it comes to uh, finances. And uh, you know, I just share, you know, my own testimony, uh, my own story. Uh, to help others heal, and I find as I share it, I'm, I'm going through my own healing. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so, uh, after I left the movie theater last night, on the way home, I, I normally take the freeway all the way to um, this one particular exit. That you know, that's my my main route to take home. And uh, but this time, God had a different plan. And I heard the Holy Spirit say, "I want you to take 242, which was the exit, um, a couple exits before my normal route that I would take." And so, of course, you know, I went along with it and. And so when I took the 242 exit, um, I noticed two signs. It was like I was just honed in on the direction of where those signs were at, and I never noticed them before. And, And the first one said, we can do this together. Or it actually it said, we're better together. And then the next one said, we can do this. And I just smiled and and as I continued driving home I you know, I'm just still in this place of overwhelmed at the, the goodness and unconditional love of God. And so this morning when I awoke, you know, here I am just still in this place of just feeling raw and vulnerable and and seeing where this place that I've been stuck in it, it has really just 
opened my eyes to see it, it was so much more than what I thought it was. And to give you a little backstory, um, I have been in this place of feeling a little stuck and frustrated and just really not knowing what to do because I have looked to my husband to be my ultimate provider. And so when he would make a mistake in our finances or not be honest with me about our finances and and me not trust him with our finances. That was, that's been a direct um, way of how I saw God. Like I didn't trust him as my provider. I didn't trust him to take care of my finances. And so because of, of this belief that I've had about God, it really has put a strain on my marriage in this department. And so, you know, just to kind of share a little bit more, and I'm being really transparent here, um, you know, recently, my husband and I, um, something in our marriage became uncovered and God was bringing some things up with my husband, um, you know, just how there was a couple of, um, instances where he wasn't being completely honest with me out of his own fears you know, and out of his own um, perspective of, of how he sees God. And I'm not blaming him at all um, because I know that both of us are, you know, God's revealing more of himself to both of us right now in the midst of all of this. And so what... um came to light was my youngest son's um, college money had been diminished and I didn't know this until uh, a couple of months ago and so when I approached my husband about it um, you know I was very angry uh, I was very um, I was at the end of my rope and just frustrated beyond belief and because for me, it made me feel betrayed, deceived, and I felt like I couldn't trust my husband anymore. And so this was um, gone. This college fund was gone 
for some time now. And so he had been hiding it from me, and I didn't find out until recently. And so when I approached him about it, um, you know, it was just at a time we were struggling financially. And, you know, for him, it was, here he was, you know, just trying to uh, manage our money the best way that he could and the best way that he knew how to, you know, just trying to juggle and, and move around all the money to make sure our bills were getting paid. And, you know, for me, when I, I found this out, I, I was outraged, honestly. And because I thought, how dare you? How could you, number one, hide this from me? And number two, spend our son's college money without coming to me and talking to me about it first. And so here he is operating out of his own fears and out of his own um, beliefs that, you know, God is a God of lack. And, you know, it's just this whole poverty mindset. And, and the, you know, just trying to manage it from a place of scarcity. And so he was... Um, you know, fearful to talk to me about it. And so again, I, I had to find out um, on my own. And the way I found out is, you know, when I started to take steps to start getting my son ready for college. And, and so now that you have an understanding of the backstory um, you know, here I am now today, um, after seeing the movie The Shack yesterday evening and and this morning just unraveling all of this and you know, I I I know that this is not too big for God to recompense and you know, I know that God is my provider. You know, but it it has just been a um, a belief for me in the sense of it, it was you know surface level, and it was just this um, you know I kind of was just like telling myself this, just talking to myself. It it wasn't really um, settled in me, and it wasn't really. Um, A, a strong belief. It was, you know, there was, I was saying it, you know, they were just words, but it wasn't this connection that I made with God. I believe, you know, I was saying, I, I believe he's my provider. I know, I know this is not too big for him to replace, but it was just all talk. It was just, I was just telling myself all this. I wasn't really, really believing it. And so, you know, here I am today just um, going through all of the, the unraveling and realizing 
I have been, you know, had these skewed beliefs about God. And it, and it was just, I was just being taken back to my childhood where I have had this kind of relationship with God that has been a result of my childhood because where, where I come from, you know, I, I came from divorced parents. And so I was seven whenever my parents divorced, and I'm 47 now. And so I've had this idea and belief about God, you know, this the separation. Although I've known theologically that I'm not separated from God, it was this whole relationship thing because when my parents divorced and I was taken away from my dad, I didn't have the um, the luxury to develop a relationship with my father growing up. I saw him every other weekend. And then whenever I was uh, 12, my mother decided, you know, she wanted to move to Florida. And so here I am, you know, ripped away from my father and saw him maybe a couple of times a year. And over the summer, it was for two weeks. So, and, and even whenever I was younger, before my parents divorced, um, my dad worked three jobs, so I hardly saw my father. And, uh, but I know that those moments I did have with my father growing up, he made me, you know, feel like the apple of his eye. And so this was my whole perception of God that he, you know, came and went out of my life and I only got to see him or spend time with him on, you know, certain occasions. And so this was my, my belief in him as a provider. And that's how I have been projecting that onto my husband. And so this has been my, my huge <laughs> aha and revelation this morning after seeing the shack. And You know, it's just been a really big wake-up for me. And so I want to encourage you, if there is an area that you are feeling stuck in your marriage when it comes to your finances, Take some time to really reflect on that and get alone with God because he wants to take you to those areas 
that you are stuck and where there's a wound that he wants to heal. Because unless we pause in life and and allow him to do that, we're going to continue remaining stuck in those places. And I know that he has such amazing plans for each one of us. And they're only for our good. Because that's just how loving he is. That's just how loving he is. So, you know, I'm thinking about how because I was angry and frustrated and just outraged, you know, just internally, I was just feeling all these things towards my husband. when I found out about our son's college fund, I wanted to punish him in a way of withholding my love from him. And so I just cut him off. I just did not want to show him any affection. I did not um, want to talk to him. I didn't want to communicate and converse with him because I was so angry towards him for doing this. And so my way of getting back at him was to just shut down and withhold my love And so I know that is a skewed and distorted belief that I've had about God because that's how I was projecting that onto my husband. And I was seeing God as a conditional God. Because it was like I was seeing it from this light towards my husband. If you can't provide for me and be a good provider and take care of me and be honest and trustworthy with me, then I'm just going to cut you off. I'm just going to withhold my love towards you because you were going to pay for what you did. And again, that's just a, a, a skewed and distorted way 
of how sometimes we see God. We think of God as he's, he's going to make us pay for something because of something we did wrong. That is not how God works. And see, I knew this. I knew this already. But it wasn't settled in my being. Because what I was saying and what I was doing is two different things. What I was saying and what I was doing was two different things. Now I know right now that that God's already been at work in my husband's heart to bring reconciliation between us in this area of our lives because this has been something that's been going on for several years. Um being able to trust him with our finances. And I and I have honestly, um, you know, I just pulled away from it several years ago and just totally put it in in his lap, you know, for him to manage our money and our personal finances and making sure our bills were getting paid and planning for our future. Because when I first came into this relationship with my husband while we were still dating, um, I was actually, you know, teaching him how to balance his checkbook and was showing him, you know, areas where um, he could actually save money. (laughs) And uh, because, you know, there was just like he would take a hundred dollars out every week. And so that was $400 a month. And so I was highlighting these things to him, showing him, Hey, do you see how much money you're taking out each week and how much you actually could be saving each month if you cut back on this? And, uh, so there were just some things, you know, over the years I would, uh, talk to him about when it came to our money and our finances and 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 he would be completely honest, you know, Valerie, I, I know I'm not the best at saving or managing money. And uh and so we've we've had our discussions over the years and you know there's there's just been times where um you know again out of his own fears and thoughts about God, um, he was afraid to come to me and and tell me some things about our finances. And it you know it would be months, maybe even years later, that I would find out. And so I know that you know God is speaking to him and working in his heart to bring him to a place where he can see God as a loving father and a loving provider. And I know he's 
teaching him how to better manage our personal finances. And I have to, as his wife, trust God. I have to let go and trust God is working in the midst of that, in in the process of that. Because in times past, I, I wanted to jump in and I wanted to control the situation. And as wives, we just, we have to learn to step back and, and let the Holy Spirit work in the midst of that. Does that make sense? It's hard to do. Sometimes, and we, we might actually think that's hard to do, but really it's not when you learn to really trust God. Because when we don't trust God with things in our life, it's because we haven't learned how to trust people. And usually it's a result of how we grew up and the atmospheres we lived in and the things we were taught and whatever happened to us growing up that made us feel like we couldn't trust our our father or our mother. It's all a result of that. So we have to learn to get to this place of trusting God to be our provider. And that's why I titled this episode, Why Your Man Is Not Your Financial Plan. So we can, as women, If you have a business that you have started, or maybe you're just getting started, or maybe you've had a business for a while, and you really just have been struggling with the partnership of you and your husband when it comes to your business and you making an income through your business. And maybe you just really wanted him to get on board with what you're doing because you just really felt like, you know, the two of you really need to be involved in this and the two of you really need to be in this together. Let me just say to you, it's okay if you're not. Don't try to force him to do something that is really not... Um, what God's called him to do. This is something that God has given you to do as a woman, as a leader. So stop relying on your husband so much and stop putting expectations on him so much Let go, let go, 
and trust that God is at work in him. So you can focus on what you've been called to do in your business or your nonprofit. It's okay to do it just you and God. It's okay. I mean, I'm learning this for myself right now. Actually, the last several months, but the last, um, not even 24 hours yet. I mean, I'm just in this deeper place of revelation of, of what all of this means. So if it means going to set up an account in just your name at your bank, so be it. That's okay. Eventually, he will come alongside of you. Your husband will come alongside of you. And eventually, you will be in a partnership together in your business, if that's the plan that God has. Which I believe, ultimately, you know, God wants us to um, really enjoy his creation and, and be able to not work so much and enjoy life together as husband and wife. In order to be able to do that, we need to make more money, right? And ask for us to be able to give back to whatever cause you are passionate about. We have to be able to make more money to be a blessing to other people. And so eventually, I believe our husbands will come alongside of us and it will become this unit this partnership and you can start enjoying life together taking vacations you know traveling all over the world spending more time together not laboring and toiling I don't believe that is where God wants us to work, 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 and then later enjoy life. No, I believe he wants us to enjoy life right now. And I believe that he wants to bless us and provide for us in such a degree, in such a way, or to such a degree and in such a way that it, it's just more than you can ask, think, or imagine. I believe he does want us to be so blessed that we can be a blessing and there's there's things for us to learn along the way you know for us to be 
you know, to come to this place of in, in time where he knows, where God knows we're ready to be trusted with it. I believe he takes us through a grooming process, an equipping and training process to bring us to a place where we can be, where he can say, yes, you're ready now. So ladies, know that your man is not your financial plan. God is. Okay? I hope this uh, message has touched you in some way. I always love hearing from you and I look forward to talking to you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of Lipstick and Laptops Radio Show. This is Valerie Hurst. Have a beautiful day. Bye-bye.